Hi, friend. Remember last week how we talked about the Israelites and how they kept looking back to Egypt, wishing for a life that they used to have after being let out of slavery? And how I hoped that that would encourage you when you begin wishing for a life different than the one you're living? Well, I just want to say that if you are feeling that way, please know that I am right here with you. God convicted me big time last week, and I want to share it with you. I was convicted, and I was looking back to Egypt, but not in a way that I usually have been in the season. Typically, I'm looking back to when I had a job, but this was different. I was so overwhelmed, and I said to my husband, I'm just ready for some normalcy again. And immediately, I chuckled and was like, huh, yeah, me, the rediscovering normal lady, wants normal. (laughs) So maybe we aren't always feeling like we need a break from our lives. Maybe it's simply the fact that we wish our life was totally different. On today's episode, I want to talk about this way of thinking and how it's all part of this idea of needing a break and maybe why we're so miserable. And how this way of thinking is causing us to miss out on the blessings that God has placed right in front of us. We're too focused on what's going on in our life and how life is happening to us that we're blinded. And I'm hoping that sharing my experience will help you spot these moments in your life as well. Do you want a more peaceful life? Does everything feel so chaotic but you aren't sure why? Are you constantly asking yourself, when do I get a break? I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. I too was overwhelmed with all the things and I just wanted some peace. I just wanted a break from the life that I was living. I wanted more out of life and off of the same stuff different day merry-go-round. But I kept telling myself I needed to suck it up because I really didn't have it all that bad. Until I unexpectedly found peace in the quiet moments of rest where the Lord showed me that I needed to pick up my Bible and learn who I was truly created to be so I could see the reason for my chaos. In this podcast, you will find encouragement on how to go all in with Jesus and stop wanting a break from your life so that you surrender control and be led by the Spirit. So dust off that Bible, grab your coffee and a blanket, and get ready to find the culprit to your chaos and start getting your peace back by rediscovering normal. Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. Last week was really, really rough for me. We were getting close to my daughter having another GI scope, an MRI, and a liver biopsy. I was trying to hold it all together, but the truth of it, I was terrified. And then she started showing symptoms of another bleed. Ugh, I, it was the worst. Early Monday morning, I was calling the doctor to see what we were supposed to do. We ended up going to Children's for some lab work and then waited around in Omaha to hear from the doctor. And something in my gut just told me to pack an overnight bag just in case. When the doctor called, they let us know that we would be admitted that night because her labs had dropped enough from two weeks ago that they wanted to keep an eye on her to make sure she was stable. As we were getting into the room, the doctors were letting us know that they were going to try to move all of the procedures up that were already scheduled for later that week. Unfortunately, due to scheduling, they were unable to move the procedures. They wanted to do all three things at once, so they only had to put her under the one time. Luckily, she did stay stable, but they didn't want us going home. They wanted her close just in case. 
They were looking into the Rainbow House, which is an option for families that live far enough away, but we lived too close, so we couldn't stay there. Then they were looking into the Ronald McDonald House, but there were some restrictions for how long you had to wait after having a COVID test, and by the time that we would have gone through all of that, it would have been time for her procedure. So then they brought us a list of discounted hotels, and my husband finally said, no, we're not paying for a hotel. So the doctors decided that if we could get another hemoglobin check at home that next morning, that it would be okay for us to go home. All I can say is praise Jesus. (laughs) It feels like we have been in and out of the hospital so many times over the last several weeks, and I am just exhausted. I'm tired. I am tired of all of the pokes and the anxiety that it causes my daughter. That night that we got home, I said to my husband, I am ready for some normalcy again. And like I told you already, I almost immediately chuckled and said, huh, that's funny coming from the rediscovering normal lady. And then, of course, my next thought was, "Eh, this should probably be a podcast episode. So I said, "Okay, God, I'll do it. Yes, I will let everyone know that I am guilty of this, too. I want my life to be normal again. (laughs) After having that nice conversation with God, I just kept thinking about how this happens all the time. And it brought me back to the fact that we simply keep looking back to Egypt. I continued to have extreme anxiety leading up to my daughter's procedure last week. The day before the procedure was the worst, last Wednesday. Luckily, her hemoglobin continued to stay stable. So we were able to wait it out at home until Thursday last week for her procedures. But Wednesday last week was really, really hard on me. I was filled with anxiety. That peace that I had told you about that I had during her first hospital stay was totally gone. I would just cry out of nowhere. I was overwhelmed with fear because it was clear that she was experiencing some type of bleed again, just not quite as severe as the first time. If you listened to last week's episode, I Am Fearless, you'll hear how I explained that the doctor's comment from a couple weeks ago, they said how they were in disbelief that we kept her alive at home for a week. And let me remind you, her hemoglobin was four and she needed three units of blood that first hospital stay. But that comment, it just really got to me. And I guess I finally allowed myself to realize just how close we were to losing her. And that thought paralyzes me. I just kept clinging to Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear, for I am with you. I knew I had to continue being fearless, but I'm also human. And I was terrified. I finally just had a breakdown in my car the night before her procedures after taking our youngest to stay with my mom. And I just cried. I told God everything I was worried about. I was scared. I was tired. I didn't know how to be fearless. I even told him that I longed for the hard time that I experienced from my divorce. That seemed really hard at the time, but it wasn't this hard. And then I felt the Lord just tell me, I made you her mama for a reason. Trust me. I just laid it all out there for God to hear. Even though he already knew my heart, it took me giving it all to him. That night, I was still scared. I was still tired. But God knew all of it now. And I knew that he knew because I told him. I had the most amazing night of sleep before her procedures. I had the most amazing night of sleep the night before her procedures. 
the best night of sleep we all had in weeks, probably. And luckily, her procedures all went the way they expected, and we are closer to answers now. Her hemoglobin did drop again, so we did have to stay overnight again for observation. But it was less stressful because they had literally just took pictures of her insides and had a better idea of what they were dealing with. Once we got home, I was a mess again. I was worried because we still didn't have answers. Yes, I just told you it was less stressful because they had pictures of her insides, but it still didn't change the fact that I was worried and I was still scared because we still don't know. But I felt like God just kept telling me, stop worrying about things you can't control. Leave that to me. This is stealing your peace and your joy. So what's the point in me telling you all these details, right? Well, I just feel like I need to show you that we're always going to wish life was normal or long for our lives to be different when we're going through something hard. And we have two options. We can either let the situation consume us and be filled with anxiety and overwhelmed with fear, or we can give it all to God and let him take care of it. A few months ago, if you would have asked me what the hardest time in my life was, without hesitation, I would have told you that it was when I went through my divorce and then lost my job. But now it's this. It's all of this. I would take the hard parts of my divorce and job loss again over dealing with my daughter being sick. And the thing about suffering and hard times, it feels like the hardest thing and like it won't ever end when we're in the thick of it. But God always pulls us through. We are always going to have moments when we are looking back to Egypt. But God knows what's ahead, even if he hasn't parted the Red Sea yet. The wilderness is part of the journey. The unknown is part of the process of learning to trust in God with all our hearts. And let me pause to say that God does not cause our suffering, but he does allow it to happen. The hard parts of life will continue to happen regardless, but it's what you choose to do with those hard parts that matter. You can choose to wish life was different, or you can go straight to God. Tell him how you're struggling and let him walk you through it. It's all about your mindset. And you know, I'm not just talking about a positive mindset. I'm talking a biblical mindset. Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 6 tells us about the potter and the clay. It says, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. I don't remember where I heard this, what I'm about to tell you, and I'm sure it's going to be missing some of it, but it went something like this. It was about a teacup on a shelf the most beautiful teacup you've ever seen. But it wasn't always a teacup. It was once a piece of cold gray clay. It was fine just being a piece of clay until one day someone picked up that piece of clay and started massaging it, and that felt good. But then the clay started spinning and being pinched and stretched in ways that didn't feel so good. Once the spinning stopped, the clay was able to catch its breath And the clay thought that it was finally through the worst of it until it was put into the fire and it was hot. The pain was excruciating and the clay just wanted to go back to being cold and gray. But then the fire went out and the clay realized it was a new shape now 
and it seemed kind of nice to be a new shape until it went back into the fire again. And again, it was excruciating. But eventually the fire went out and it was cool again. And then the teacup was painted the most beautiful design and placed on a shelf to be admired. We are the clay. God is the potter. He molds us and pays careful attention to all the details that go into refining us. He knows what we'll look like when we come out of that fire. He knows the end product of the trials we go through. And even though it feels like God just throws us into these trials and fires that are excruciating to go through, he knows the outcome. And eventually, we become the most beautiful design made by God. Think about if that beautiful teacup wished life would go back to normal and just stayed a piece of cold gray clay. It would never become the beautiful teacup it was meant to become. God does that with us too. We can long for normal or to go back to Egypt, but God knows what happens when we reach the promised land. We can continue complaining and longing for a different life, but we'll never make it to the promised land if that happens. We stay stuck in the wilderness and God may give us exactly what we ask for. Remember the story from Numbers 11 and the Israelites longing for meat? If we fail to see the blessings right in front of us, we miss out on the blessings that God provides. We miss out on the chance of getting to the promised land. And I'm not talking about heaven. I'm talking about the blessings that God has reserved for us here on earth right now before we get to heaven. It may seem really hard and we may wish for things in our life to be different, but what if God just wants us to be grateful for what he's already given us? What if God just wants us to talk to him about our struggle so he can help us through that fire? What if God wants to tell us, it will be okay, leave the worrying to me, and all we had to do is trust him? I know that seems hard, but it does get easier over time, especially when you invite him into your life. Yes, I know he does already know our hearts, but he wants you to invite him in. He wants you to come to him. It shouldn't always have to be the other way around. Now, I do believe that absolutely happens. God comes to us. God pursues us. But you still have to get to know him first so you know that it's him. I know that we all long for a normal life. But that's not what rediscovering normal is. It's remembering that every day life could throw you a new trial and you have to figure out how to handle that trial with God. You have to keep being obedient and going through the fire knowing that you'll come out a different, better version than when you went in. You have to know that God has your back no matter what and he has the best plan for you. Because if you keep longing for normal or to go back to the way things used to be, you will miss out on the blessings that God has already provided for you. Those blessings that are right in front of your eyes and the blessings that you'll miss in the future if you keep looking back to Egypt. Friend, I pray you know God will always be on the other side of the fire and in the fire with you as you go through it. 
I pray you fully understand that going back to normal may be the most comfortable thing to do, but it will keep you from the blessings you are meant to receive on this side of heaven. I pray you embrace the fire and know that your shelf is coming. Okay, friend, until next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If this episode blessed you, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review on Apple Podcasts? And if you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you please share it with someone who may need the message as well? This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, join the Rediscovering Normal community on Facebook. Okay, friend, until next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.